Would you please open your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 1, Luke chapter 1. Last week, last week we looked at uh, the story of Hannah, and Hannah and Elkanah, they were part of the early development of the nation of Israel after they had come into the promised land. Jerusalem had not yet been established as the place for the temple, and so the temple, the tent temple, was actually at uh, Shiloh. And so this story in 1 Samuel 1, and as we looked at, she talked, and she was in the first wife of Elkanah, she had another wife, Peninnah. Those two, the second wife had the children, but the first, Hannah, had no children, and the second wife was constantly hassling her, remember that? And so she prayed out in her anguish to God that he would give her a child. And that child, that child that she prayed for, if he would answer, and she bargained with God, she made a vow with him, if you'll give me the child, then I will give him to you for the rest of his life. And as we talked about, that was rather a selfish kind of thing back and forth, but God saw her anguish and answered her prayer. And as a result, what happened is the birth of Samuel... And Samuel was asked, and she gave him the name Samuel because the name Samuel means asked of God, and certainly he was. And at the tender young age, when he had grown up just a little bit, she gave him over to God and took him to the temple in Shiloh and let him be there with, with Eli and talk to him. Well, this morning, I would like for us to look at another mother, another one. And so if you were there in Luke Chapter 1, we're going to begin with the 26th verse in Luke chapter 1. And in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee. Gabriel. Gabriel. God's special messenger, Gabriel. Now, of course... Mary knew who Gabriel was when he identified herself because she was familiar that Gabriel was the one who actually interpreted the Daniel's interpretation of the 2300 days. Although she didn't understand the 2300 days, that was a mystery to her, but it was the angel who came down and fortunately inspected and said to Daniel and shared with him what he was to say, what he was to write. And that passage out of Daniel 8 and Daniel 9 we today see great truth and great prophecy in that and our fulfillment. But she didn't, but she knew the name, and it was Gabriel who had appeared to her. So in the sixth month, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent his angel Gabriel, special message from Gabriel. And so the angel of Gabriel, as we talked about, and as children, I remember being told this story about, about Gabriel appearing. Who's Gabriel still there could appear for us today? If God was sending his special message, well, he came and he appeared to a virgin, pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel, verse 28, went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. And the Bible says that Mary was very troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. Now think about this for a moment. You're Mary and you're minding your own business when all of a sudden the angel of the Lord appears to you and introduces himself as Gabriel. 
what kind of thoughts would you suddenly have in your mind as I was looking and thinking about this, the, the conscious, the sudden consciousness of the reality that there is a God. Why, before this, she had been told about this. She had been told about God. She had been around, they want to worship God. But all of a sudden, she has the appearance where Gabriel, the angel, appears to her, uh, confirming to her, there truly is a God. And he has sent me to give you a message. It wasn't some kind of hearsay, not some kind of belief. The reality, the sudden reality that would happen. And wouldn't that overwhelm you? It would overwhelm me. The suddenness of the angel, the reality that God had sent his angel there to say something to him. Now, what was happening was this, this same kind of reaction, this kind of concern, is, wow, what happened is overwhelming thing, was the same type of thing that Zechariah had. He was in before the Lord. He was there before the Lord presenting the altar of incense when the angel Gabriel appeared to him and told him. And his reaction was, he kind of fell back from that, the Bible says. He was so surprised and overcome with the appearance of that. So would we. The angel appeared to us. But the angel said to her, went on and said, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Mary, you don't need to be afraid of God. Oh, that is the message. Hmm. If we could get that across to our world, you don't need to be afraid of God. People are concerned that, oh, he's going to judge me poorly. Judge lo his love surpasses. Love surpasses. And he went on to say, you will conceive and will bear uh, and give birth to a son. And you are to call his name Jesus, or as a translation of Joshua, meaning to deliver or to save or to rescue. That's the meaning of Jesus' name. And he will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. And Mary asked, well, how can this be? Since I'm a virgin, she said. And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most Holy, Most High, will overshadow you, so that the Holy One will be born, will be called the Son of God. And even Elizabeth, he goes on, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she is, uh, she, excuse me, and she who is was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. No word from God will ever fail. Powerful. I just made a partial list. Sarah, too old to have a child. No way. In fact, she laughed when, she, when God uh, revealed to Abraham that she'd have a child. Are you kidding? In my age? Impossible. Hannah, too old. Barren, I should say, to have a child. Elizabeth, too old. Barren, no children. Mary, young, but a virgin. Which leads us to, with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. Not limited by our human 
existence. Not limited by that, but for God, all things are possible. And so Mary answered and said, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. May your word to And Luke goes on and says in verse 45, you skip down, Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promise to her. And the Bible says, and then the angel left her. What an encounter that experience for Mary had. She had no idea what the road ahead would be for her and how this life and the problems that were coming because Satan tried to destroy Jesus several times. But the angel left her, gave her this encounter that he had, that he appeared, that God came through his servant, Gabriel, and delivered this message to her. And the Bible goes on to share with us Mary's song, it's called. Mary's song. It's, it's, it's written there, and if you look down, she's still in chapter 1. She's in chapter 1. She goes on, and it says Mary said, but it was, it was more of a song, if you can sign to see the structure of it there. And she said, my soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will be blessed, and call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. And I thought, yes, that's so true. Why, that song, that first part of the song, applies to us as well. For he's done great things for you, great things for me. Great things have happened. All right, would you watch? Turn on the sound, please. Turn on the sound, please. It's okay. You can come in. He won't bite. He's just a small baby. A little shy? <laughs> That's okay. I am too. Your friends left in such a rush to go tell the world. I think that's how they put it. And what a thing to tell. Did you know an angel visited me too? It's true. And he said that my boy would be great. The son of God. He said that he would be the king of angels. The king of all. Do you think that they'll understand? Do you think that they'll come to worship him? Will they accept him? Just look around us. It's not exactly a palace, is it? 
noisy animals. Hey, out of all things for a bed. And that stench for everything that he is. Maybe this isn't enough. I find myself just watching him. Adoring him. I thought I knew what love was. Until he came along. My mother gave this blanket to me when I was just a little girl. A gift of love. I wore it out. When we were preparing for the trip to Bethlehem, I told Joseph I wanted to bring it. No, he said. We must pack light. I brought it anyway. The baby needs a blanket. Yes, they will come. The faithful. How could they not? He was born the king of angels. He will be great and mighty. He is all this and more. But when you go tell my young friend, be sure, be sure to tell them that he is an incredible gift of love. great, incredible gift of love. Gift of love that he gave to us. And when he came, it truly is. And that's why it's so exciting about it for us. It happened. I was um, in eighth grade, and I had gone to the Friday night meetings that they used to have at the church in, in San Diego at uh, Paradise Valley Church. Every Friday night, the youth had youth night, so you would go and do that. And um, I went every Friday night. Of course, I wanted to go see my girlfriend who was there. She didn't know she was my girlfriend, but she was. So it was fun to be there and to see that. And it was Christmas time, I remember. And they were having a Christmas night. Christmas evening, and the lights were down, and the candles were going, and it was beautiful, and it's happening, and the church was all decorated, and, and then Mrs. Driver, Mrs. Verna Driver, she, she came out, and she sang the song, Oh Holy Night. It stunned me. As I listened to her, she has a voice of an angel. And a voice that will need very little done to it when she goes to heaven. But it was gorgeous, gorgeous song. And I'll never forget that. Where the impact of what she was singing to this young, young boy. To me, about the beauty of what Christ had done. His coming. The words, oh, holy night, stars are brightly shining. 
It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and arrow pining, till he appeared and the soul left its work. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new glorious morn. Fall on your knees, oh hear the angels' voices, O night divine, O night when Christ was born, O night divine, O night, O night divine, when Christ was born. O night divine, your Savior has come. Lord, I thank you for that beautiful song. I thank you for this Christmas season. I thank you for this true truth as we look and see, O holy night. I thank you that we can have that beautiful hope that comes when Jesus came. He showed us his life and his love by coming. It certainly was, as we saw, an act of love to us. I thank you, Lord, for giving that to us. I thank you for the blessing that that brings. But may we share that great joy with others. to Tell of the great gift of love. When Jesus came, we lift him up today in Jesus' name. Amen. Mom.